you can almost always go right when you're improving your core business skills. So things like communication, leadership, marketing, sales, core things that you really need to level up on to be able to scale and grow your business, it's almost always worthwhile to invest in something that's gonna improve those skills. Welcome to Begin As You Mean To Go On. If you're a woman of color with a mission-driven service-based business and you want to increase your income and your impact without burning out in the process, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Karanda Adair, recovering WordPress developer, content marketing coach, and CEO of Carvel Digital. I've survived being a black woman in the tech industry, getting fired for culture fit, and gone on to build a thriving business. I want to show you how to work hard once to create systems in your business that continue to work for you as you grow so that you can not just survive, but thrive and live your best life. Let's get it going. Hey friends, welcome back to Begin As You Mean To Go On. Today, I have a very important topic. I want to talk to you about how to make better coaching investments. So much to get into there. I'm gonna give you at least seven tips or things to think about as you are trying to consider who you want to guide you to your next level of business. Before we get into that, of course, I want to welcome new and old listeners alike. But for my new listeners, if this is your first time with us on the podcast, then I want to invite you to go ahead and listen to the whole episode. And after we're done, if you've gotten value from this episode, then I will issue you an invitation to go ahead and join the family and subscribe and follow the podcast and leave a review if you so choose. Okay, but I want you to know what you're getting first. So let's go ahead and get into it. The reason I wanted to talk about this topic is because the coaching industry is, how do I say this, a shit show. It's the Wild West out there. And, you know, you don't have to have any particular credentials to be a coach. And having credentials doesn't necessarily make you a better coach. As you're out here trying to figure out, you know, who is going to guide you in your business, I'm seeing a lot of people that I'm connected with who have made some investments and really aren't happy with what they're getting. And they got caught up in marketing hype and then they got on the inside and now they're disappointed and, you know, they've invested quite a bit of money. And here's the thing, like these tips I'm going to give you, they're they're absolutely going to help you make better decisions, but nothing is foolproof and it's a given that we're all going to make bad investments in our businesses. Like you just can't escape it. What you can do is be decisive. You can make decisions based on the best information that you have at the time. And then if it doesn't work out the way you want, you can use that information. You can mine those lessons to inform your decisions in the future so that as you grow in your business and in your personal development, you make better and better decisions as you go on. So I don't want you to take this as this is the foolproof way to to never hire badly or invest badly, okay? It's just some things I've been thinking about that are gonna improve your chances. So let's get into it. The first tip is I want you to be clear about the outcome that you're looking for. So what is it that you want on the other side of this experience with this mentor or coach or consultant or whoever it is? What do you want to have happen? What do you want to gain from that relationship? So sometimes that might be, you know, financial ROI. It might be getting more clients. It might be improving your skills or some combination of those three things. So be clear about what that is and then evaluate your opportunities with those things in mind. The next thing is consider the source. 
And by that, I mean, people are at all different phases of business and you absolutely want to be learning from someone who is further along than you are. But sometimes if people are so much further along, the advice that you're going to get is not necessarily going to be tailored to your stage of business. Everybody suffers from that sort of expert's curse, right? Where we get so good at something or we get so far along and we forget what it was like to struggle in the beginning, what it was like to be a beginner at something. And it's really hard. It, it, it's a skill, right? To be able to recall that and, and retain that beginner's mind and use that to really connect with the people that you're trying to help and bring them along. And not everybody has that skill. So consider who it is that is going to be coaching or mentoring you and whether they're able to connect with where you are at your level. You might think, oh, I need someone who's like so far ahead of me. And in fact, a lot of times the best teachers and the best mentors are people who are just a little bit ahead of us because they remember vividly where you are right now and how they got through it. And they can really guide you in a really specific way. So just consider that when you're looking at who's going to be coaching you. All right. Number three be realistic about what you can actually achieve. And I'm going to put a caveat on this one because many, many times when I speak to people who are considering working with us inside of Content Bootcamp, their unrealism goes in in the other direction, right? They don't have like pie in the sky thoughts about what they can achieve. They actually have too little belief about what they can achieve. And so part of the value of being inside the container is networking and just kind of marinating in with a group of people who have big dreams and big vision and being able to broaden your vision. At the same time, you do have to be realistic about, you know, what's possible to achieve in the time frame that you're going to be inside this program. So, if it's a 12-week program like Content Bootcamp, that's going to be one nugget of time, right? And so you have to be realistic about what are you going to achieve in the next 90 days. Now, one of the things about uh, that I love about Bootcamp is that the things that you do inside of working with us are things that you're going to take with you throughout your business and throughout any business that you might start. They're, they're core skills. They are foundational things that are going to serve you no matter what else you go on to do. So keep that in mind as well. But if you come in and you think there's a lot of stories and testimonials about people who came in and they made $20,000 in the first two weeks, and I have those testimonials too, right? Those things happen. But also you have to think about, are you coming in with a brand new business or no business at all and wanting to start one? Are you coming in with somewhat established business, but a really tiny audience? Like those are all the things that affect how fast you can achieve results. And so you have to do that calculation for yourself so that you can have a realistic picture of what are you going to get out of this and what is a reasonable ROI to expect within the program. And then, you know, you might get ROI far beyond when you graduate from a program because of the skills that you've gained. And speaking of skills, that brings me to number four, which is that you can almost always go right when you're improving your core business skills. So things like communication, leadership, marketing, sales, core things that you really need to level up on to be able to scale and grow your business it's almost always worthwhile to invest in something that's going to improve those skills. The one thing you might want to be aware of is if you are a course junkie, if you're someone who just likes to learn, 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 but not implement, or if it's really outside of your zone of genius to do something like you're considering a course or a mentorship on like Facebook ads or something super technical that's just really not your bag, you might be better served to just go make some money <laughs> and hire those things out. 
So that's my take on that is, you know, you can never go wrong building your skills, but you also want to still be staying pretty close to your zone of genius and things that are going to make you a better CEO, a better leader, a better business owner. All right. And the technical things and the, the manual things, you can hire those out. We're on a mission to help 100 service-based business owners reach consistent 20K months. When you join Content Bootcamp, you get 12 weeks of coaching, support, and accountability so that you can get crystal clear on your offer, audience, and messaging and start creating content that does 90% of the selling for you. If you're struggling with any of the following, that's probably a sign you should go right now and apply to work with us. If you've hit a revenue ceiling and you're not sure how to break through it, you feel exhausted and overwhelmed by your business because you're doing too many things that are not in your zone of genius, you know you should raise your prices, but you're worried about finding clients at higher rates, you're constantly ping-ponging between hustling for clients and serving those clients, and you feel exhausted. You want to make enough money to hire a team already so you can stop doing everything. You accept clients you know aren't a good fit because you need the money. You can't get away from your screen and enjoy summer. These are just a few of the long list of things we've helped our clients overcome, and we can help you too. Now, I know it's summer, and you'd probably rather be playing outside than starting a new program, which is why if you join in the month of July, you get an extra two weeks absolutely free. That's 14 weeks to get my personal help with whatever is holding you back in your business right now. Start the process by going to carveldigital.com slash bootcamp to schedule a time to talk with us and get all your questions answered to see if Content Bootcamp is right for you. All right. Number five, let's talk about how much should you invest because cost is a factor for most people. And it's one of the things that keeps people from investing in their businesses is it's really, really nerve wracking, especially the first time you do it to make a serious investment in your business if you've never done it before. And so it's totally normal to feel, you know, a little nauseous about it, to feel a little nervous about it. But also it's it's kind of good to feel that way because if you don't, then you're not getting outside of your comfort zone and outside of your comfort zone is where all the growth and all the good stuff happens. So you want it to be at least a little bit uncomfortable. And I'm going to suggest that you use that feeling to really spur you into action, right? If you have this feeling like, oh, I did this thing, now I better make it work. That's good. Get to work, right? <laughs> right? That's a good feeling. But you also don't want to be, you know, putting yourself in financial jeopardy. So you're going to be like endangering your basic needs by investing in some kind of business course or, or program. So I think a good frame of reference for this, if you have none at all, is if you can get an ROI from your investment by getting like three to five clients, that's a reasonable amount of risk because you should be able to get three to five clients within going through a programs if it's focused on marketing and sales and things like that. Or, you know, if you're hiring someone to do something for you that's in the marketing and sales realm. If you can get your ROI by getting three to five clients, then that's a pretty reasonable risk. If you have the kind of business where it's going to take you 100 clients, right, you have a really low cost, a low cost offer, then you might want to think about that and think about whether that is the right investment for you and whether you're financially able to do it. Don't strap yourself to the point where you're going to be so stressed about money that you're not going to be able to focus and implement on the program. And it's a fine line. And if you are that strapped, but you really want to be able to invest, then we're going to talk about that in number seven coming up. 
number six is do your research, right? And by research, I don't just mean taking all the marketing because there are some really, really great marketers out there that are not delivering on the hype that they're selling you in the marketing. So by do your research, I mean, talk to people who've actually been involved with that program or that company and see what their experience was, good or bad, right? And don't just go by the testimonials because honestly, things change over time. And I have given testimonials for things in the past that you know, those companies grow and change in ways that no longer align with my beliefs or how I want to run my business. And I would no longer recommend those people. And sometimes they're still, you know, you'll still like see my face on their website and maybe it's like six or seven years old. (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, no. So you have to talk to people individually because most of the time you're not going to find people who are unhappy with something talking about it in public. You know, we're too, I'm in the United States, we're too litigious a society for people to be doing that and and risking harm to their business. So you really have to talk to people one-on-one and you have to get the scuttlebutt. And it sucks that it's that way, but that's how it is. And so you really want to talk to people who have been involved and like ask them all the questions if they're if they're willing to talk to you. And then number seven, and this goes back to if you're struggling to invest and you're struggling with how to come up with the money, number seven is implement the free and the low cost content from whoever you're thinking of hiring. This is something, you know, until probably a year ago, like I was always in the position where when I wanted to hire a coach, I was always scraping to do it, right? And every single time I would implement the free and the low cost content that that person was teaching to make the money to hire them. And that does a couple things. One, it's going to it's going to help you actually make the investment because you're going to earn the money. And I've literally had people say, oh, yep, I went and got a client so I could hire you. So that is totally a legitimate strategy. The other thing it's going to do is it's going to boost your confidence. A lot of the reason that people don't jump into a coaching program is lack of belief in yourself. And you know you have to be able to make that leap. So if you're taking their content that's free and low cost and you're implementing that and you're seeing results, that means that one, you prove to yourself that you're capable of implementing and getting results. And two, you're proving to yourself that the things that this person is teaching are things that get results for you, right? And so you can feel pretty good about going up a level and actually hiring to work with them directly. That is what I've done pretty much every time I've hired a coach or a mentor. That's what I've done every time. And it's worked out great. So Those are the seven things that you can think about as you're looking out here at all the different ways that you can invest in coaching in your business. So I hope that gives you a framework to think about these decisions, to make better decisions, and to get better results from those decisions. So just to recap, number one is just be really clear about the outcome you're looking for, whether that's ROI, whether that's more clients, whether that's better skills. Number two is consider the source, right? Who is actually giving you this advice and where are they at their phase of business relative to where are you in your phase of business? And, and, you know, is there too big a gap where they're not even going to be able to relate to where you are? Number three is be realistic about the outcome you can achieve, whether that means, you know, raising your expectations up, right? You need to raise your belief level or being realistic about you're at the very, very beginning stages of business. So don't go in thinking, oh, I have this tiny baby business and I'm going to generate huge results in just a few weeks because that's probably not going to happen. 
Number four is focus on improving your core business skills. So anything to do with becoming a better leader, making better decisions, getting better at marketing, getting better at communicating your value and believing in your value, getting better at sales. Those are all things that are going to serve your business, any business that you start in the future. And those those core foundational skills are always going to serve you. And don't spend too much time diving into the weeds on tech skills that you're not really good at. Number five is when you're investing in these things, make sure that you can get your ROI in a reasonable amount of time or with a reasonable amount of clients so that you have a realistic expectation of getting a return on that investment. Number six is do your research and don't just look at the marketing. Actually talk to people who have been involved with that program or been involved with that company and find out what their experience was. And number seven is implement the free and the low cost content especially if you need to raise the money to actually hire this person, make sure that the stuff that they're saying for free actually works. So those are my seven tips. I hope that helps you navigate this wild, wild west of a coaching world. If you are thinking about working with us inside of Content Bootcamp, you know, you have this entire podcast, you can head on over to our member vault. We just did in June the Content to Clients workshop, and you can pick up that recording along with the pot of gold, and you can get basically a mini masterclass workshop on what it is like to work with me so that um, you can feel good about whether you want to come into our bigger container. If you're listening to this as it's published in July, that is when we have our summer special. So if you join us in July before the end of the month, you get two extra weeks free inside of the program. That means you get 14 weeks with me and my brain on your business, helping you implement and get clarity about your offer, your audience and your messaging, and then take action so that you can actually build your body of content so you can put yourself in a position to be able to scale, which is super, super important for a service business. All right, y'all, that's what I have for you today. Thank you so much for listening. And now for my first time listeners, uh, if you like what you heard today and you found it valuable, I'm going to invite you to go ahead and subscribe and follow the podcast and uh, leave us a five-star rating and review. At the time of this recording, I had 59 reviews and you could put us over the top and be our 60th review. All right, y'all, thanks so much for listening. And until I see you again, don't forget to begin as you mean to go on. If you haven't checked out The Pot of Gold yet, what are you waiting for? The Pot of Gold is a database and a system for you to organize your content and start treating it like the asset that it is. If you want to avoid burnout, if you want to ever get out of the weeds of your business, if you want to stop spending your whole life on social media, if you want to outsource your content marketing to someone else while still maintaining your voice and your brand, this is the tool for you to do it. And it costs less than a fancy lunch. So go to carveldigital.com slash gold and check it out right now.